Hi, I'm Anthony Mindel. Welcome to In The Moment, a podcast on acting, art, and life. In this series, I'm talking to AMAW alumni, students, and clients about the challenges of acting and the joys of creating in the 21st century. For more information, go to anthonymindel.com, or you can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. I hope you enjoy. Sometimes it all comes together, baby. Is offering 10% of all elective classes at AMAW Studios, like movement and dance, improv, and on-camera audition class, just for podcast listeners. Just use the code in the moment when booking to receive 10% off your elective class. In this week's episode, Tony interviews entrepreneur, writer, actor, creator, and businesswoman. It's not five people; it's one. Wendy Braun. Wendy shares her messages of motivation and inspiration. So let the good times roll before we say goodbye. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, it's Anthony, and I feel really tired and sluggish this morning. I'm having coffee. It's early. Welcome, my guest, whose bright and shining presence <laughs> is waking me up. Miss entrepreneur, actor, writer, creator, business genius. She's going to answer a lot of your business questions like, how do I get an agent? <laughs> Miss Wendy Brown. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Yes. Well, there will be. They're going to like, I always joke about they're going to edit that I love in. it. So, um, Wendy, how long have I known you? Gosh. I don't um, even remember how we originally met. All I know is you said, let's meet. And we met and you had... I guess we knew about each other before then, yeah, but then, so I mean, weird. so many mutual friends. Yes, and, that's so, so yeah. weird about it. And like, I've seen you around for so long, it's yeah. like, why don't we know each other? Yeah. Um, and you came to me and you were like, do you want to teach class? You know? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we share yeah. very similar philosophies, but you've had a really, like every, all my guests have had like a really long and winding road. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. <laughs> Um, so tell us a little bit about like yeah how you've gotten here and then we'll talk about like your like your special your special sauce um you know what's so funny so okay right now I'm I'm on my third season recurring on Atypical and the new poster just came out and it literally said the journey to success is atypical. Oh, it, wow. Yeah, okay. It's like the theme of oh, cool. this okay. season. And I was like, I literally was like, don't I know it? <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was such a kind of a, it was a full circle moment reading that. And I'm yeah. like on this show that is also uh, making me realize that whatever your journey is, is exactly as it should have been, even yeah. though it may not have been how you thought it should be or whatever. Yeah. So, and my journey has been about making peace with that journey, really, you know? Wow, that's deep. All right. that's <laughs> deep for a Friday morning, and Tony's not quite awake. I was up so late. I, I yeah. mean, I was so tired, but then I started reading the news, which you shouldn't do right before you go to bed. Did you digitally or like yes, digitally, like which is a paper. double helix? Right, 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 right. right. I mean, the blue light, but yeah. like started. You know, I'm, I'm working on a script about climate change right now, and mm. of course, I was reading about this mega famine or mega drought that's happening in Africa, Sub-Saharan Africa, or Southern Africa. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, so it's, crazy. It's, it's it is, yeah. it is. I mean, collecting that 
I know right before bed. I even had to. I moved Twitter to like the next pane of my phone. Oh yeah, so you because, can't get so it. So I like because Twitter would just be like, <laughs> let me just check Twitter right before bed and hear about the most horrible yes. things in the yeah. world. You know, so I just moved it up. But yeah, I I mean, look, hey, you're doing research, and I saw you were the world for Halloween. I was you were the Mother world, Nature. You were and my were, boyfriend was Red Thunberg <laughs> with his climate as yes. uh, school strike for climate change. But see, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, I I lean into I guess as a as an eternal optimist, I do lean into the Greta's of the world of going like change is happening and, and, and the 16 year olds are the ones who are going right. to create well, it. So, so, you know, know I, mean? I always think like my parents and I were talking, my parents are 84, which is amazing. Amazing. And you know, they're so youthful still, even though they're like, Oh, Tony, wait till you get to be my yeah, age. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's true. I feel that yeah. already. But they were just saying like, you know, young people have always been in the forefront of, you know, revolutions. Like, if you think about workers' rights, like union rights, like, you know, please, there was children in factories. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 11 and 12, 13-year-olds were, like, taking on the mantle of, like, sorry, you can't, this isn't slave labor here. Right, right. You know, it's really right. interesting. Yeah, well, I think it's like they're fresh. Yeah. They're fresh and new. They haven't been along enough. But, well, I think they have a, a greater arbiter of what's right and what's wrong. Like, it's just like, it's like yeah. what Greta's saying. I don't... You know, I think what you just said there made me have a, a light bulb. I don't know why so many people are threatened by a 16-year-old girl whose childhood has been compromised by taking on right. the weight of, you know, that biggest existential threat facing humanity. But then I was like, you know what? It's simple as change. People are freaked the fuck yes, out yes. about change. Yes, yes. We don't want to change. We don't want to look at change. What change represents the kind of internal mm. psychological upheaval in our lives mm. like you know what I mean mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so we'll do whatever we have to do to not yeah you know absolutely I mean? absolutely yeah. I mean I think she's she's igniting fear in those who don't want to change yeah. and she's also waking up those who do and are yeah. like oh what can we do and so for you researching and doing the projects you do I love that it's like your filmmaking is also socially moving and it gets people to wake up and it's you well know. thank you I mean we I mean I think rather than talking about my stuff but I appreciate it because I'm sure I've talked about it a lot on here but I think change is a great segue into like the business like how we have to keep adapting again it's hard like sometimes yeah. it'd be so much easier if a casting director just saw our beauteousness and, <laughs> right. you know wave, which sometimes happens yeah sometimes you know, happens wave the you magic know. wand and was like here you're on a show for five years right but, right you know how do we keep adapting and changing along with like so yeah so how you know with what the industry is asking of us you know that's yeah, the challenge you know, uh, yeah it, it is you know I mean gosh I mean, when I was starting, headshots were black and white and backstage was oh. a paper. <laughs> and like, I remember opening backstage. Yes, me too. Every Thursday it would come out. Yeah, it would Sometimes come out. Sometimes you'd get a Wednesday night. <laughs> right. I was living in New York City, like if you were 11 p.m. <laughs> and this, I would submit, I would, you know, and I got oh a lot God. of like indie films and short films. I built my reel by submitting to backstage. So yeah. I started like... I want to say anyone else, but, you know, at the beginning what, of just working on doing the work and working on my craft and, you know. And were you here or were you? Um, I started out, well, I'm born and raised in Chicago and okay. then I went to Indiana University. I know okay. we should like oh, wow. okay, Indiana yeah. thing. Okay. Um, and I was in a big hurry. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> of course, um, as any 20-something would be. 
Um, I moved back home to Chicago, and um, my first big break was like handing out uh, coupons at a trade show dressed as Glade Potpourri. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, after that, and I was studying acting and dance in Chicago, and actually, funnily enough, I, I always encourage actors like go be an intern, go be a reader. So I was interning at a casting office, and one of the other interns is the now Rachel Tenor, but she and I were like interns together. She cast all the Coen Brothers movies. And, oh, okay. Yeah. And she was um, some big casting associate, and now she's it's her own Fargo thing, and thing. she does Fargo. And yeah. like, she, she and I were just 20-somethings in the office at uh-huh. like Jane Brody in, in Chicago. Um, I moved out here uh, five days before the earthquake in 94. Whoa. And I remember my mom, I call, immediately called my mom and was like, we just had an earthquake, but I'm okay, you know. And she was like, what are you going to, what are you going to do? Are you, are you going to stay or, you know? And I was like, well, it's 80. It was January and it was 80 degrees. And I was like watching the pool shake and I was like, I'm staying. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's my like induction into yeah. LA. So I stayed. So that's sort of how I started. And then, you know, it wasn't like no one waved any magic wand. It was just no. like getting into great class. And what's a full circle moment too is I started studying at Howard Fine. And I remember when you had me come to your place and I walked in and I was like, this is where I started because oh, it was yeah, Howard Fine's right. original uh-huh. space. So it was uh-huh. like all these, I guess I pull meaning into all kinds of events. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So I just sort of started there and I started doing a lot of um, shorts and indies. And a lot of those shorts ended up going to like Sundance and film festivals at the time. And, um, and then I got a big commercial campaign that turned into like a three-year spokesperson contract. And that sort of put me on the map as far as doing that and then doing that going to theatrical and I remember like booking NYPD Blue and like Dennis Franz and Mark Paul Gossler in the scene after I walk out of the scene they're like I wonder if she can get us some stuff at Mervyn's or whatever like you were they, the I was the Mervyn's girl for like three years and uh, that People was don't a, even know what Mervyn's I know and then it, it like I always say years after I was the spokesperson they did like go under it wasn't like it wasn't well it wasn't you right? uh, yeah, yeah, it yes, was. listeners you have to go in <laughs> Just yeah, you'll have to just Google it. <laughs> it's yeah, like this was the big in the Target Coles. Yeah, you know, it was yeah. like Coles. And look, what's so funny, Tony, you know, um, is that at the time, in the height of my Mervyn stuff, they would fly me to um, San Francisco. I would do a personal appearance for like 500 raving fans. And at the time, oh I would go back to, I'd be like in a limo, going back to the W Hotel. And I would you just talk about where you are like and what you want and I would cry in my hotel room because I hadn't booked a pilot and I didn't have a boyfriend I would like call my mom crying (laughs) in the middle of like being this huge contract and it's really lucrative and it's everything like your bills yeah yeah so that was a moment of um discovery for me of like I realized wow like and I'm sure people listening there's a lot of actors who feel that way like no matter what you have it feels like it's never enough of course like if you book the co-star, it's not a guest star. The guest star is not a, even the series regular. You're fifth. You're not third. Or or, or even your the type of show, like you know, you're yes. on a CW show and you really want to be on like Big Little Lies or you know an yeah. HBO show or yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so my journey, I think, started there in the figuring out how am I gonna uh, be happy on the way to whatever it is next. And so that that's always, I think that's a daily thing of like checking in. Yeah. But that's been a real like, that was a real wake up call. I'm like, I'm bawling in my 
hotel room and ev- there's a lot of people who wish they I walk in an audition and they're like oh no you Here know like, right 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 yeah. but like you know but um but I also learned how to transition out of that commercial thing into more theatrical and that was like figuring out all that you know it's it's been stages of that over the years of, of doing that you know well did you I mean I have a lot of thoughts but like, did you not want to do commercials anymore? Did you feel like you didn't want to just be known as the Mer- yeah, you know, that you like, would be? I looked at it this way. Like Mervyn's definitely, it opened a lot of doors in which theatrically I was getting seen for other things. Yeah. Um, and I knew there was a point in time where I was definitely recognizable. I remember I had short flippy hair and my agent was like, you, you should... and I was going in actually for a lot of like, um, short flippy Those hair girls and then girls. also like and also like because I was tall and had an opinion I was going in for a lot of lesbians you know it was either like I was the quirky girl that's a lesbian the which was like word. Yes. yeah yeah it's like great whatever I you know it's all good and I, I even did a lesbian. short yeah. yes I did I should send you it sometime I did a short and I had like my Katie Lang hair and I was so Katie Lang and like it, we, we went to a film festival and girls were coming up to the director going like are you sure she's not gay like there's no <laughs> way you know? And you know, it's funny, I look back at that and I go, you know, I was just, I just used me as, I just, I just, I didn't play anything. I was just me doing the role. Right. You know, all, all of what you teach is like using who I am. And so, of course, it felt transparent because I wasn't like putting on what I thought that would be. You know? mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a whole side note. But um, yeah, so I sort of grew my hair out and then kind of, uh, I did definitely make a choice to say, I'm going to pause on the commercial stuff because I don't want to keep perpetuating you know I sort of made it to the top of whatever that was for me and was like but you can make a lot of know, money commercially right um, yeah, yeah. I mean I work yeah, a lot commercially like yeah no. I think the key is you gotta learn how to, to save that money you make which yeah. I remember I tell my, my husband it was so funny I was like yeah back in my nervous days I would like buy a plant and be like yay celebrate like I was not I didn't I didn't I, I'm a midwesterner so I would you know it's not like I went out and bought like a car and a condo I probably should have at the time but yes Especially well, no, then. I mean, you save you your know. money. Yeah, I would just like, like save it for, to be able to say, I'm not going to go out commercially. I want to go out more theatrically and yeah. be able to have the space and time to do that. And that, that's, that's interesting definitely, yeah. that you see them as too, maybe we, maybe we did that in the, at the time, 90s the, and the early 2000s. Nowadays, there's such a, now it's, it's all overlap. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, it is. I, mean, I, I, yeah. I, guess I was getting really recognized from that, right, so just I just that needed to, yeah. Person, yeah. And before that, I had like 19 nationals in one year, like the year, yeah. a couple years prior. It was just, it was like if I want to move into more theatrical, I can't keep showing up on the TV being like, hey, Hi. sweater sets are on sale. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know? But it was super fun. I mean, my last spot, um, I got serenaded by David Cassidy, like my childhood crush, oh in, a, in a, like a Christmas spot. And that was like, wow. Think of, I think wait, of, what is he saying? He says he I actually think, saying, "Do you believe in magic?" In the spot, oh, and I remember do just you thinking, "Believe like, in magic!" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "I fucking do, yeah!" I'm ready, you know? Oh my god! Yeah, Again, people are gonna be like, "Who?" Is yeah, yeah. Okay, for about? anyone born in the '90s, it's Kate Cassidy's dad. You know, people are like, "Who's David Cassidy?" Who's Kate Cassidy. She was on like. Mel- the new Melrose Place. That's what's weird when you hear Melrose Place. You're like, wait, isn't Holy that the one? Ha- you know, I don't even like, know. Okay. I just know David Cassidy. You're talking about David Cassidy, like the Partridge, Partridge family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, that's like, you know. Whoa. Yeah, it was like him and Sean. I'm, Sean Cassidy. They were like, back, back in the, I remember. Like, I had posters age. of them, I think, in my Yeah, course. sure. Yeah. <laughs> we both had posters of them. Um, so then you were like, okay, I've done a lot of commercials, so I just really want to work on... Yeah, you know... Legit I mean, stuff. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that... I mean, I think I, I, I... 
I don't have like the timeline of, of what I did after Mervyn's that much. I mean, I still did. I would get some, what I would get was like regional spokesperson stuff, which was great. I remember flying to Michigan and being like the art fan spokesperson. And anyone in Michigan is like art fan furniture. Right, right, right. <laughs> and oh I would God. go into this furniture place like and do night shoots with whoever for like five days, I would do like 10 spots. And it was like, so, and that was great. So I'm like, awesome. It's only going to air in Michigan. And so that kind of stuff was right. like, or I would go to Sweden and do some like SAS Airlines thing. Like I would do all Whoa, these, you know, okay, yeah, yeah, it's been, I mean, it's been a, it was it's a, a great, great run and I was very grateful for it. I didn't look at it as like this thing I'm trying to shoot under the rug. I was just like, okay, what's next? It was yeah. more like what's next and how do I get there? You know, but I think like, you know, I posted something on Instagram yesterday about that's the problem, especially in this business, but I don't know any other business, but right. I know human beings are the same no matter what is like, we don't really live fully in the celebration of like, this is it. The best moments of our lives right. are right, right. now. Right. And the best moments of our lives were when we were 20. Right. Not, they weren't going to get better when we, they were, when we're 40. Right, 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 right. That's the big, aha. It is. So when I'm telling when it people is. are it in is. the struggle oh, of it, yes. they just need to, it's, it's all right now. It, it's so it meta. Is. It you is. you got to get is. your head around that, kids, because, yeah. It is. And you know what? That's everything I teach. And I think it's everything you teach in, in the ways we teach it. And it's everything I had to learn. And it's probably everything you yeah. le- relearn yeah. is that, is that as I look back and I go, Oh, it was then. So how do I not waste more moments yes. right of now, yes. now yeah. going, wishing it was better? Because I think the the trap is you think you're going to be happy when, and the when if you don't get happy now in with, without the agent, without the career, without whatever, if you just, if you could just look for the good in whatever is in your life, you will get to wherever you want to go, and you will have, a, have had a way more fun along the way. But you well, also I think it's like sand in your fingers, right? You just cannot yeah. grasp onto it. You're con- it's going to elude you yes. constantly. Yes. If you, you know, when get the when. You know, and look, you and I we're, we ain't twenty anymore, and yeah. I, I know it's like. It's like, don't you just wish you wrapped your head around this more in your 20s? Like, like in a way, I go, you know, I spent a lot of time in the fetal position crying in my apartment in my uh, 20s, like, yeah. just wondering if I'd ever be married or have this yes. or whatever. And you go, and that's why I, get, I think my mantra now is just everything always works out for me in the way of, it's not that everything's always perfect. It's just that everything is actually working out, even in the moments when you're crying in the corner in your apartment. It's you getting really clear on what you do and don't want. It's like if you can, you know, I, if I had to go back, it's like I would, I would spend less time worrying about how it yes, would turn out. That's you know? But that's easy sure. to say now, yes. like to go 20 years well, yeah, later. Yeah, hindsight, know? right? It's 2020, right? But like I think for me, I just think of it more of like it kind of speaks to the eternalness of the moment that, you know, um, we're always in the epicenter of our own lives. So it's always just right now. Yes. And like, I don't know even how to convey this uh, sense of maybe understanding it and not saying like I'm a big Buddhist or anything like that. But like, yeah, it's so crazy. Like, it almost feels like if, yeah, like if I'm like, it's almost like the earth is spinning around me and mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. the constant. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm like the selfish center of the universe. I'm just talking about... It is true when you think about it. It's like, all changing, and that's you, right. you and can you stay are the centered, or you can be like, ah, that's you know, right. yes, yes, right? yes. And how do we go yes. deeper into the center of it? You know, what's so funny is you're saying that. I'm thinking like, 
you know, that's why I think people love acting because nothing, when you're really in it and you're that's really, right. it's just, you're just in it, it and you're like, you're that's like right. being asked to be even more in that's it. Right. And, the, and everything and around you seems goes to be well. fine. Goosebumps are saying that. I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? When you're like, I mean, I, I guess I love doing comedy because it just, I love laughing. I love being, doing comedy on set. And like when we're doing something and you t- do another take, it's like, you just, it's, it's a meditation. You're like, you don't know, you're not thinking about, I mean, sometimes you're, have other thoughts, maybe right was the bell rings or whatever. But then when you're really in it, when you are, it is like yeah. you don't even know what just well, it's happened. Timeless. You know? yeah. It's timeless. So that's so we're but so think, so we know how to do it. Yeah. When we're well, in I, it in those moments, but it's like how do we do it in our life? Like sometimes I think in the acting, it's easier to be in the moment. How do you do that in your life? You yeah. Know? Well, I think we're driven by distraction so much that we have it's been taught out of us. You right. Know what I mean? Like how. Yeah. But I also yeah. think like I just sorry I just wanted. No. To be, because I've been thinking about this a lot lately of like, you know, it also, as you get older, you start to sort of, for me at least, I don't know if you've had this experience, it feels, ah, again, it's very hard to conceptualize this, but like, it, it feels like nothing has really changed. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in the same, when mm-hmm. I'm in that center place, mm-hmm. although so much has changed, right? nothing has changed. It seems like yesterday I was a child, but I'm still in this like, oh, it's happening just right now. Yeah. And yesterday I was an eight-year-old and it was happening now. You know what I mean? You know, actually, Adam, Adam, yes. Frank, Adam Frank is a physicist and he, uh, I, I mentioned him in one of my books, I don't remember, his it blows me away what he talks about because he talks about how time time doesn't exist it's like a sort of a a contraption of the mind Mm. and that it's created because Mm. when we are born because it's created basically through our relationship to experiences Mm. or memories so when we're born like this is why when when we're seven or eight and remember when summers seem to last forever and then sometimes we loved it and then sometimes we're like oh we want to get back to school or whatever because we're so bored it's because when we're eight we don't have a lot of Mm. memories that we dip back into in our mind right right right. to go and ponder and rethink yes but like so basically so but this is so this is why there's this phenomenon that, that time seems to be going faster as you get older. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you feel right. that? Right, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, totally. this year I mean, But I what have, he's yeah. saying is it's illusory. So when we're kids, the reason why time feels so slow is because we just don't have, it's like a filing cabinet. You don't, right, you're, right. You you're, just don't have as long have to go back. Right. That's right. right. But now, you're like, when oh. I go back and, yes, I open my filing cabinet. <laughs> right. <I'm, laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. It's like a cartoon of like, it never stops. But so right. you dip into... Mm. quicker and quicker memories so it seems time seems to be accelerating isn't that crazy yeah you know my i have an 11 year old no well look i'm already speeding up he'll be 11 in like three weeks <laughs> it's on my mind i have a 10 year old we were driving by preschool and i was like buddy i got a picture today from a friend of you as a baby and like i was showing uh. and he's like preschool seems like it was yesterday like he said that at yeah, 10 years old well. i was like really wow Wow, because to me, zero to ten to see a, your Somebody. a child go from zero to ten, you yes. go. Now that's changed. That's huge. What what me zero to t- you know t- thirty to, to forty yes, or forty yes, to fifty? Yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah okay, like I got it. a new carpet but or whatever. See, you know? That's the relativeness yes, of yes. it, right? It's like, look at you're a dude, you yeah, know, like whoa, that's crazy. you're sitting in my front seat, and you, you, I used to like put an arm and give you a bottle in the back seat, you know. Wow. Like, so oh, no, I think know, to me it feels yeah. very comforting in a way too because then it doesn't feel like I don't know. There's something very. Um, of course, I know my body's going to end and I'm no longer going to be here, but there's something 
very comforting about everything is changing, but at the same time, nothing seems to change mm. in a weird way. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I feel, yeah. I don't know if you think about your mortality. As oh you God. Know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're going, especially, to, you yeah. know, I, I mean, ha- having now have kids and uh, what part of the reasons I started recording my guided meditations was, and look, you, I always, whenever I see you on Instagram with your parents, Oh, I yeah. send, I always send you hearts and stuff because I've lost both my parents now oh, that's right. and I know what it's like to not have parents and, and you lose your parents, you go, well, Oh, I'm next, you know, like in yeah. the lineup of things. Yeah, and then, right. and also and then you have kids and I started recording my audios because what you miss the most is the sound of your parents' voice. Mm-hmm. And I thought if I can record all my best love and, and one day my kids just can have a little file. I, I always tell my husband, I'm like, if anything happens to me, you know my Dropbox <laughs> password, right? Because you need to, you need to pass that on. Um, but the feeling of like, yeah, that we're not going to be here, and 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 like, and I mean, I think of you of like, and the the legacy you leave and the lives you touch, and I think that's what ends up being what gives you even more life than the climbing the ladder that we all think we have to get to. I don't know. True, but Wendy, here's the thing that I think too, this can be, I think, a little demoralizing maybe in the short run of it, but like this other movie I just finished about the studio, Mm. one of the stories is about, like it it deals with, this woman has Alzheimer's, right? Mm. And her early onset Alzheimer's and, and she talks a little bit about the nature of, like memory it's just like a memory trace like it doesn't memories if you even think about it generational it's not carried on now, right. I can watch a movie like I watch a little bit of North by Northwest which was what from the 50s mm-hmm. right but like I guess my, my point is is like you you have a memory of your parents and your kids will have met, they've met did they meet, meet your uh um my no, my father died in '97. Okay, so they didn't get to meet. And my mother uh, met my son at 16 months. And here's a crazy Whoa. thing, really quick. She was, you know, on her last days, and we brought, you know, you don't explain to a 16 month old like grandma's dying, like he doesn't know what the heck's going on. But right. we came in, and he's like fresh new baby, right? And I remember my mom was, you know, she was sort of in and out of consciousness, and I sat down with the baby, just sort of there to say goodbye, uh, or say hello at first because we had just gotten there. And my, she looked at my son, and we had just gotten there, so the first thing you'd think you'd say is hi. My son at 16 months looked at my mom and went, bye. Whoa. And I was like, and she looked at him like, you get it. You, it's almost like right. he just came from where she's going, and he's like, right. it's all good. Oh, well, that was a moment that I, when you say like, did they meet? It's like they met for that moment, and you know, the other thing I think about when I think about people who've gone, and maybe this can help someone, especially, I don't know if this will be around the holidays, but I like to think now that my parents have transitioned, that whenever I think about them, it's because they thought of me first. Uh-huh. So there's like this soul connection. But, uh, but Wait, I want to circle back on this. Okay, this so like, yeah, that was my This is where my podcast yeah. goes. <laughs> I know, this is but like this where is we're talking about like, how to get an agent. <laughs> I know. But, but this, is, this is the deep this stuff is that where, I, I love I think anyway. this is where life and acting is heading. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, I can't imagine all. being in an acting class, like, in the 90s that... I was trying but to not think, touching. Oh my god, they don't. I, I was trying I to think the other day. I was like, like it is so unique what we do. Yes. And I was like, 
I haven't been, I haven't set foot in any other acting class for so long. All I remember in the 90s was, <laughs> what's your objective? Right, right, right. What's, let's like, talk about this. This is a cop. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I was like, we talk about climate change and Donald Trump and, right, right. you know, immigration. And we talk about, yes. we talk about yes. these things. Yes. And, or morta- but I guess my okay, point yeah, that I was trying to say yes. about onset Alzheimer's or whatever is like, so I'll carry my parents <clears throat> with me when they pass. And if I had kids, they would remember. But but what to me, what's interesting about generations that eventually even those memories of those people go like nothing lasts yeah, really, yeah. and that can be so. When I think <laughs> tr- so, that can be really scary for people. Right. But it's also very freeing because you're like, there is no. What mm. are we doing things for? It's mm. not for a legacy. Although, yes, I want to leave. I want to. I want to improve people's lives, or right. I want to help inspire do, people, do. right? Yeah, absolutely. But I guess my thing is, it's it's more about how we create again now, yes. right now, <laughs> in each it's moment good. is the it's lasting good. moment, not so much the stuff that happens when we depart. Right, so right. again, it's contextual, but it's not. Right. It's really always right now. It's so good. To, I, I like. I mean, it's really I, empowering well, here, and you're like, is. oh fuck, I I get that, but then you're like. Why can't I get an agent? Right, you know or like, like I auditioned three days ago. Yes. Why does they call? And then next week, and then, yes. I'm gonna try to feel good. And then next week, oh, I didn't get it. Like it's the machination yeah. of the mind, and you know. What, and, I want to yeah. go into the business side because people probably gonna fast forward through all this stuff, get to your agent stuff. But like, no. But, um, <laughs> but I think what you were saying about uh, your son, you know, to me, this is what's interesting about newborns and I don't have kids, but like, you have kids all over the well, world. Well, that's true. I do. <laughs> you really do. You're like Oprah kids. with her schools. You I know have what I mean? truant teenagers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oprah's always talking no about kids, the South African she, girls. Yeah, exactly. Those are all your kids. I hear you. <laughs> it's so true. Um, but it's so true. Like when you think about babies entering from some other place into this world, like I think they're like, and, um, she won, She's a Native American poet, and she won, mm. like, whatever the highest poet prize is. Mm. But she talks about it, and she's very connected to her Native American spiritual principles and the sort of the truths about the planet. Yeah. I, I, sorry, I can't remember her name. I, sorry. I'll find out. But, but I would know. just have to pretend I knew it. No, yeah, I wouldn't I, do that. I, would. <laughs> I had never heard of her either. Okay, I'll have to look She was interviewed on Oprah, so okay. on, on, the, right. on Super Soul. But, like, okay. but anyway, she talks about that, like, about how kids... They sleep so much because they're still plugged into the place that they came from. And it's sort of the re-entering of this world takes a bit of uh, acclimating. You know what I mean? And it is really interesting. So it's fascinating that your son was like, bye. Well, and and, you know, it's funny you say the sleep thing because there's no better way to like realign your energy than to take a nap. So anyone who's listening, if you're bummed about that audition, whatever, and you try to keep thinking your way through stuff, yes. it's like, just go nap yes. and you'll wake up Not for better. 20 hours, people. <laughs> right. That's depressing. That's called depression. Yes. Right? Yes, exactly. You might need to get help for right. that. Do get help. Yes. Uh, but like but a 30 minute or 20 minute power yeah, nap pack, like, yes. When you first wake up, that's you have choice of where you choose to focus. Yeah. And that's your most powerful point. And I think... Like you were saying before, there's so much distraction that comes at us. Then, then stuff comes at us, and we we're just reacting all day to that world. And if you like to go back to what you're saying, if you center yourself, then that world can do all this stuff. And you know, I try to myself and help other people just to react less and be a proactive thinker instead of a reactive like responder to everything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, but that takes mindfulness. Practice. That takes yeah. you know. But like. 
look, in little ways, on the way to school with my kids, we, you know, drive down this beautiful hill and there's trees and every day I say, like, notice something you've never noticed before. Because, you know, your neighborhood, you're like, it's the same thing, same thing. And so we're like noticing, what's your favorite color right now in nature? And they're like, I'm just, I'm not even trying to, I'm not even trying to, I'm trying to like keep myself in a center place, but also like, I was going to say, I'm not trying to like make them mindful. I'm just noticing the beauty no, in this so, world and talking about but it. But wait, yeah. that's so weird that you say that because have you ever heard of Ellen Langer before? Mm-hmm. Ellen Langer is a sociologist at Harvard, I think. And she she has one of the funniest TED Talks I've ever seen. Or like, it's it, it's maybe it's not a TED mm. Talk, but it's a it's a big talk in some, maybe some, it is. Yeah. But it's earlier on in the TED years. But to me, it's like, it's popular, but it's not like Brene Brown popular. Right, right, right. But she's so funny. She's like really irascible. She talks like <laughs> she smokes. Like, like right, she'd be like, get the fuck out right, of here. Right. She's that, right? Trees. Yeah, she's that kind of, <laughs> But she talks about mindfulness. Mm. A lot of her work is influenced like how I teach in a way. But one of the things she says is, and you just said it about, she calls it noticing things. And that the reason why when we go on vacation, Mm. why we have such an amazing time is we're basically rewiring our brain because everything is new. New. And we get out of the pattern of driving to school or driving to work the same way and seeing everything the way, never seeing anything new. Right. And so she, so you just naturally become curious again, which immediately puts you into the moment. Yes. Become conscious, you become mindful, aware, right? She's like, so why are we not doing that in our day-to-day life? So I her thing is little little steps little of like noticing things. Yeah. No, sh- sorry, go ahead. No, no, I, I, I spoke on a panel about like balancing career and family at SAG recently, and they were asking like, what are your tips? And I was like, you know, I don't, you don't have to meditate for like three hours every morning if you have a busy life. I'm like, my tip is like, I pull over before I pull into my driveway and take a moment. It's like those moments as opposed to like carving out some four hour thing. Uh-huh. They feel like you didn't do and you can't keep up with. It's I think all day having moments of mindfulness to pause. Where's my energy at before I walk in that house? Whether I came from the set or came from a crappy audition or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. You know, we got out of the car the other day and my kids, they're like, it, look at the fall leaves. There's like six leaves on our front thing. You know, they don't, it's not like we're in Vermont, you know, yeah. and I'm like, and they're picking up the leaves to like look at the prettiest color, and I go, they remind me, and then yeah, I remind them, yeah. and then we, and, and I realize like, you say that is the now. That's all we have is this moment looking at a leaf and going, well, whoa. Her argument yeah. is that we live in a mindless culture, and we're so mindless we don't even realize we're mindless. Right, right, right. So we're all, and this is why we suffer from stress and anxiety yeah. and negativity and depression that we don't. We're not connected in any soulful way. Like, it's really intense. It's really quite simple what she talks about. But, you know, it is really interesting about that all what you're talking about, Wendy, is like moments of nowness. You know what I mean? You know, and I think what happens is people, people, their nowness is they go to the phone. We go to the phone at a stoplight, at a stop sign, and I'm guilty of it too. And like, and I just try, it's like, just how many times today can I, instead of picking up the phone... Just be here now, right? And it is, it's harder because I think you'll feel more if you do that. Yeah. And if you want to not have a feeling, you can pick up your yes. phone, but then you feel worse because someone books something and then you're like, oh, or whatever. whatever. You just or get whatever. distracted you know, by you, whatever. Your, yeah. That is 
is it's really damaging, I think. And to, I've to started be, going know. to the gym and not using my music. Like I oh, forgot it one day. Right, and you're like, it's, oh, it's very well, new. It's very new. Right? It's only been a couple times, but like I'm actually like. So I get a better workout because I'm more focused. Right. I'm not checking my phone after every break, right. like a weight break right, or whatever. Right. I'm not really listening to my music so loudly that I'm blowing my eardrums. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like so, I'm like, whoa, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. I can. I'm working out just as fine. Right. And so again, it's like a mental thing. Like I think I gotta really listen to my music right. to get me right. pumped right, up. Right, right, I need Eminem. To, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, where? But wait, where did I hear that? I don't know if that's true. Right. Again, it's questioning. It's basically like mindfulness is questioning things so that you don't just fall into the habit or the pattern that we've adopted. You know what yes. I mean? It's, it's again waking up That's to right. the yeah. It's and just then like I was more mindful. Awake. Yeah, yeah. You're about, like about oh. being at the gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's really fascinating. Like, so I think it's all hardwired in us. It can be that simple. It's just there's so many. I don't know. I think society is so hell bent on making us all automatons, you know what I mean? Yeah. Netflix yeah. and chill is the worst thing that ever happened to us. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. I mean, you, you know, and you know what that means, right? The Netflix, that's like code. No, tell me. <laughs> is there know? even more conspiracy? Oh, I gotta, oh yeah. It's oh, yeah, like now, you know, you become a mom and people have like, there's like all these codes. Look, when my kids become teenagers, I'm going to have to Google the new codes. But there's like parents in the room. Netflix and chill is like, come over and have sex. Basically. Oh, well, that I knew oh, that. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. I, was like, oh, I thought you went on the phrases. Word, sorry. Word. I'm not that much of an <laughs> You're old You're cool. I know. I was like, you know this stuff. I know. I thought stuff. you meant that meant something like. Oh, okay, they're okay, like, sorry. They're like, I don't know, getting all of your bank information or oh, your, right, you know what I mean? Because right, right. I don't know, Netflix scares me sometimes. Really? Like, yes, come on. I now. have to, I have to, I have to high five Netflix. We're, we're like, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I don't get, I don't get. Listen, into the Netflix is in, in like, many ways the best thing that's ever happened to the, the industry, whole. and it's also, I think, becoming. Not the best thing. Mm. I would even go so far as to say one of the worst things. The but whole like, it's very dramatic. Or, or, well, there's that yeah. aspect of it where yeah. we're completely. I just want it now. I well, can't. Also, like, how many times do you watch something on Netflix, but you don't really watch it? Like, it's mm. you're completely disengaged. Mm. You just leave it on. You fast forward. Like, I don't. Right. There's very few things that I watch on and that like, network uh, that I'm really in it anymore. Yeah. And, and and maybe it's not even Netflix specific. It's also the nature of consuming yeah, product yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Unless we go to the movies or a play or whatever, and we're right. Forced to be there, right? We you, don't, even you can things do that I like, things. I don't necessarily always just watch. You know what I mean? Before I know it, I'm just kind of scrolling through my phone. So definitely, Netflix as a representation mm. of this kind of, you know, binge distraction. I've been more intentional about what I want to work on because yes. I guess you know it's like I don't really want to go discover dead bodies everywhere, and yes. I don't really want to. I want to bring more positivity and light into the world, and like. The show Atypical is like inclusive and authentic and about yeah. all, you know, and I'm, I'm proud to be a part of a show that people are like, thank you for putting these kind of characters, making all kinds of choices that you maybe wouldn't see on another network. So like, I have, I see how like setting an intention like that, I still go out for all kinds of stuff. Sometimes it turns stuff down, but that can help you like create what you want as far as yeah. career goes. But well, I think, I, it's, I think that's a really great thing for the listeners to 
Like, what do you want? Yeah, you know? as Being as you kid. start to move forward in your careers, like I, that's why one of the reasons why I stopped acting because mm. I just was like not interested in being on a procedural crime show. Right, right. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, again, I have a lot of actors who are on those shows yeah, and like, they make money, yeah. you pay your bills, and like. But I just I felt like it wasn't something that I was really excited about, yeah. you know, for myself or what I wanted to experience or explore as a creator. So, yeah, and like look. If you had done that, what wouldn't that's have right. been created, that's right? right? And it's, so you go, and that, oh, and that, that, that's a calling. That's you know, right. Going, but but, but that's also that. okay, like, had I gone that uh, way. You absolutely. Know what I mean? Believe me, so, when my husband and I, like, I got a check for a NCIS, like, one episode yes. the other day. And, you know, you're you like, get a check for $700, you're like, dude, seven <laughs> years of this, 20, yes. like, that's a $70,000 check. Or, like, you do the math and you're like, okay, this check's nice, but... You know, yeah, so, does, so for the people who do that, it does speak to, I can't, I, this person shall remain nameless, but uh, it's a casting, a friend of mine who casts a lot of, uh, a certain type of show, and mm-hmm. he says, you know, when people get on mm. the show the first season, they're so happy because they've broken through, and blah, right? blah, 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 he's like, by season two, yeah. they all hate each other, they hate wow. the show, and then a lot of them are on seven-year contracts, and by the time, right. so again, yes. I think it's about being intentional about and yeah, he's it's like, like they are miserable yeah. because yeah. Yeah. a lot of those shows do not give, um, there's no room for exploring or yes. really creating or doing deeper <sighs> acting work. And so I, it's so, it's heartbreaking in a way because actors yeah. are so excited about the play and about getting right. to do stuff. Right, right. And then, then they, yeah. Cut to two years later and it's like a job. It is a yeah. job. Yeah. But it is a job, we yeah. have to remember. Yeah. But you're reminding me, even what we started this whole thing talking about, like, look, while someone else booked that show and did it for seven years, I got to bounce around That's and guest else. star on That's everything. Right. That's right. And even though I was like, I want a series, did I? Is yeah. that what That's I right. it's like I got to I have gotten to play on all kinds of characters that I go. You know, yeah, and and be there and put my kids to bed and like have all the. I wanted all the things. I wanted the full life, yeah. not just the one thing. And when I look back at it now, even in this now moment, but looking back at our file to go, it's it 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 was so perfect that it went this way as opposed to I would have been miserable on a procedural for seven years with my gun right. and, and for some people, asking questions crazy. every week or whatever some, some and I've people, been on those shows as a guest star and some of them are having fun and some right. of them are not and some of them are not you know and like you say a seven year contract you go you better find a way to make peace with this or it's going to be a long that's a, that's a lot of years. I also find like I'm thinking right now too I don't know why our business reveres one thing over the other anyway like, right. why, like why is, is yeah why, why is being is on a you, show for seven yeah, years in the same that, role that's right yeah. better Seeing, than like, you bouncing around Doing, doing you know, like it's so yeah. fascinating. I don't know if that's because there's some sort of attached, uh, sort of you know, it's perceived value yeah, prestige. and all that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah like of it's course. weird because it's, like, it's where it's, are you on your IMDb? You know, but I always like to joke, like, half the things that we're doing nowadays, like our bosses, like, you know. You, the people who maybe the producers, but not the the producers, producers, and then the executives, producers, yeah. and then the network producers, and yeah. the corporation producers. Like we're working for like Exxon Mobil or something, you right, know what I mean? Right, right, because right. they're all we're being all, owned yeah. by like we're huge all corporations. Staples, you know? yes. <laughs> yes, yes. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, you're like, what? So why are we crazy? so excited about working for Exxon Mobil that's destroying the planet? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't, I mean, don't, th- seriously, right, I I'm just saying these things so that the actor can go in the room and yeah, be in a bigger fuck it. Like I don't want to work for. On mobile, I don't want to destroy our planet anymore. This is very freeing. Right, so you go is. into a casting, and you're like, I don't really give a shit. Right. You know what I mean? Right. 
Um, your phrase, the, the fuck it phrase. Fuck I hope, I mean, I'm sure everyone who listens to you knows that, but that really helped me. It helped me like book, I think it was Castle or something like a few years ago where I, we had done a thing together on a panel and you had said, uh, you know, you had given the room, fuck it. Fuck and it. I literally stood in the bathroom and said, fuck it. And I booked a job, <laughs> right? And I was like, fuck it, fuck it. And it's I booked a job. But here's the funny thing. Then a few auditions later, you're like, well, that works. Then you're like... I'm going to say fuck, fuck it to book the job. You're like, no, no, no. That's yeah, not no, the same fuck it as really fuck it. So it. I wanted to decipher the two. You well, can't try to do it. You know wait, what I mean? Let's just, because we've talked about so many great things and now we're like running out of time and we should be talking yeah. about, but that's, well, I mean, it's all connected, right? Like our, I think our podcast conversations are always what they should be. And, but, but I think that's true. So let's talk a little bit about what you also do with actors your side passion and helping actors book the fucking job right. and get out of their heads and start following their hearts and like, but there is a lot of science in the fuck it about doing it for yourself and not worrying about what it looks like. And why do we give so much fucking energy to like what we think people think? I, I Nobody can't. knows. I know. It's I, so insane. If every actor could go be a reader for That's a right. week, they would see what it looks like to walk in a room. And I think, I think here's the thing. It's like <clears throat> when you have a great desire and look, we love what we do. We want to be on the show, even though ExxonMobil might be running it or whatever. But yeah. we, we, we want, we see the thing and we, we want it. We, we, we're, um, we're invested. So I think when you're invested, then in that way that, you know, you have to look at how to be invested in a way where you're just, to me, I, lately and in the last bunch of years, it's like, I am here to give my gift and leave. I'm here to right. present my thing, or right. give my gift, play in the room, connect, play, and there leave. That That's is right. it. That's right. I'm not here to book the job. That's right. I'm not here to try to make you like me. That's right. I'm here to show you my version of this thing in this moment. And go on to the next. Sometimes people will be like, oh, did you get that thing? I was like, which thing? I literally like don't, I can't even remember what I auditioned for that last week. And I say 10 years ago, it wasn't like that. I had it all written down and what I wore and like I had all the notes, Whoa. which if you're doing that, that's fine. You might want to remember what you no. want to back, whatever. But really, there's a listeners. Dis- ta- okay, don't do that. Don't, don't do the notes. <laughs> inside, but don't, don't not take her when she was in her 20s. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, no, people make logs of like, how do you, you know, whatever. Um, I mean, in the business world, there's like audition logs. I don't know any of those. But no, now it's like you audition, you know, and and you move on. And you go and you, and I think the more you create a full life, the more you notice the trees on the World Canyon or wherever in the moment, then you're not so like needing that thing. I think it's also releasing the need of the thing to define your value. That's right. And when you release that you need any of this to show your family or at Thanksgiving or Christmas or anyone right. how you the how well you're doing. Yeah. When you know your worthiness and yeah. you can sit down at the holiday table and be like, I'm having a great time. Yes. Why? What's going on? What'd you book? Yeah. You know what? I, I don't know, but something's coming. I feel it. Why? What's coming? You know what? Um, I'm just having a great time. How's your work? Yeah. And then the person in the cubicle <laughs> is like, this person's so on fire and like nothing's going on for them. Yeah. How is that? I know. You know so, so it's finding that That's energy, so funny. you know, when you can. And, it's and, true. And it's it, also like, look at kind of look at how we have to defend ourselves and sort of, you yes. know, make up excuses for, we are exactly where we need to be, but constantly like the worthiness and the self-esteem and the value factor, like 
Yes. If if I if somebody in my family works for I don't know an yeah. airline, I'm not saying I'm not asking them. I'm not holding them to the same degree yes, of right. like career <laughs> right. accountability. Yeah, you're not like you're how gonna, many people yeah, did you make smile last right. week on your how plane? How many peanuts did you, did you yeah. serve? Right, well, right. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> right. <I'm laughs> right. How many? How yeah. many are whatever biscuits? How many, yes. How many people did you have <laughs> did to you kick off the biscuits? flight for insubordination? You know what I mean? Right. You don't it's quiz so them. Insane. But here's, it's this here's weird metric. You know, here's what I tell actors, and anytime I go to your awesome studios, I, I start it with like, you are the most courageous people on the planet for following your dreams. And guess what? Everyone at that dinner table who took the safe route because they That's wanted right. to know they had security. They're fascinated by your bravery. That's right. And they're that's scared of it too. That's why they're asking. They're scared yes, of that's it. Right. And they ask it and I think sometimes yeah. the ask, we look at it as like, oh, they're, I that's need right. to serve up. No, you know, sometimes when they're like, how's your career going? It sounds drunk and bitchy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's how's your career going? Real. But they are blown no, away. Yeah, so, so you they're have curious. to not add meaning to yeah. that. That's and right. just answer it like, you know, it's, it's really... Like, it's a roller coaster ride, but I love being on it. Or whatever your well, truthful answer is. Also, you know? a more, you know, maybe a more Machiavellian mm-hmm. character in the family mm-hmm. might be wanting to hear you not have, like, a lot of, yes. you know, victories yet. Yes. Because it confirms their own yes. fear yes. about you moving forward or yes. having town or, or, you know, finding your way. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. Because it threatens oh, them unconsciously totally. in their own sort of... Well, what am I doing with my life? Yes. That's all unconscious. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. And, and it comes out at the holidays as like, you know, yeah. what What have yeah. you booked? Where That's can I right. see you? Yeah. I, you know, I remember one student of mine was like, yeah, my niece was like an extra on 10 oh, things. Yes. And they're like, why that aren't one. you on the, yes, she's always. all over the place yes. and that stuff. But yeah, it, it's, if you can show up to the house of all those places where I feel like our family just plugs in and ignites us and we can show up. Uh, knowing that we don't have to explain our yeah. worthiness, but that's movie. that's the work I try to help actors do. Is like, and people aren't going to like it when you start showing up feeling good when you have nothing going on. They're yeah. like, what's what's, what's up with you? Why are you yeah. so cocky? <laughs> what do you have to show? You know, why aren't you yeah. seven years into your yeah. <laughs> you know so procedural depression? Um, so the you show, work you know? like a, you work. What do you what do you call what you do? I still am trying to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have been called many things, but a lot of people tell me I help them find their way back to their truest self and ignite their soul with their knowing that of their worthiness. Um, I mean, truly, I, I, I help people with their inner game because I feel like it's 90% a mental yeah. game, this yeah. business. And so I help people to stop all the doing yeah. and start looking at who they're being. Yeah. And I think a lot of people teach doing because yeah. they don't know how to teach anything else. And you got to get... Yeah. yeah. And or, or, or the people who teach, like, here's your call list. You have to yes. make call... Like, yeah. in 20 years, I've never called casting to be like, what's going on? Like, yeah. that's my... That's that's really... I don't feel like... For, for me, that's my comfort of what... I don't feel like that is my personal... That's not what I teach actors to do. I teach you to go back to... Who are you being? How are you thinking? What are you saying? And how does that affect then what you're doing? Mm-hmm. I believe you have to actually do stuff. Mm-hmm. You have, but the doing is the fourth step in the. Who am I being today? Where am I focusing? Mm-hmm. And 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 all that inner game. And when you change your inner game to find what you love and find more mindful moments, the doing actually things start coming to you. Yeah. And that's what. It's been fun. Like when I teach my students that and they really get that, they're like, oh my God, people are offering me things and asking me to do things and I'm meeting a guy and I'm getting like all the stuff they want because they're standing in their power of knowing their value and they're yeah. worth it and they don't have to prove it at in an audition or at the 
you know, holiday table or anything else. So, but I think that's been, that's it. Uh, that's been a fun thing to teach. And some people are ready to do that work. And some people are like, no, 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 yeah. just give me the list. Yeah. How do yeah, I get yeah, an agent? Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, if you're going to get an agent with the same doing mentality of fear and lack and doubt that you've been trying to get an agent before, and you're going to just try it again and you don't shift who you're being and how you're thinking, you're just going to get the same, the same, thing. same boyfriend, That's same right. agent, same girlfriend. So it really is taking a mirror back to yourself and having that responsibility of going, how am I showing up and how do I shift that? And a lot of people don't know how to shift that, you know? Well, I think it's also, what's that definition of insanity is engaging in the same behavior, repeatedly right. expecting a right. different outcome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that, exactly. It has to be an intentional, uh, you know, a mindfulness shift. But, you know, also I brought my friend David Rapport, who, you know, we I love. Like, he casts like all the CW shows. Yeah. He came up to Vancouver with me and we did a, a panel, but what was uh, to me one of the things that I, I found somewhat interesting, but also, but I get it. Maybe I was that way in my twenties. I don't know. I don't mm. really remember. But a lot of the questions, I think it's great uh, to get information and 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 mentorship. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. I feel like, like you just said, sometimes actors are asking questions because they feel, and I think in acting training and in the business, it's been taught that there's a freaking formula and it drives me insane right. because there isn't. Are they Every, asking like how to get an yeah, agent? They're all asking of it. all they're the asking tangible things. all thing. of it. Like basically yeah. they're asking David how, and he's like, I don't know how. Like he gives right. advice based on his own experience. That's all a really good yes. mentor can yes. do. Yes. You know, The Rock found his way. You yes. found your way. I found my way. Yes. Charlize Theron found her way. Margot right. Robbie found her way. So the most important thing is kind of what you're talking about, is you become resolute in finding your way. Yes. And if, what's the saying? If there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> Do you know my it's friend? really true. My friend it, gave me a cup last year where she's on it. It says, where there's a Wendy, there's a way. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's like, so funny. Well, there, and where but there's a you, whatever a your name is, listening, there is, is a way. There is a will. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If, if I can leave with one thing, it's like, if you stop trying to figure out the way from all the other ways other people did it, yeah. <laughs> you will find your way. That's but right. you can't tune so into everyone else's path yes. and try to scramble because that comes from that desperation place. Also, I, it, know, it discounts your own inner like system of like finding your own path. You yeah, know what I mean? You're yeah. not going to hear your intuition right. when you're busy trying to figure out. I, I, I talk a lot too about... You know, people say like, you got to create your own content. I tell actors, I'm like, if you go to bed at night writing out ideas, if you get up calling your friends going, let's make something, a lot of people see like Issa Rae on Insecure and they're like, oh, I just need to make my own web series. Yeah. But she was doing that for nine years yeah, before yeah. Yeah, yeah, she before ever, got, before. so yes. if it's not, I feel like if that's not calling you, that's actually not your path yeah. and you don't have to go and make everything if it's not calling you. But the people who it is calling, yes, do that. Yeah. But then make room for what is calling you. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be making your own film. It, it, you'll find what it is. But you have to find your what lights you up. When you find what, even if it's dance class or whatever it is, what you find, even if it's swimming, what lights you up will then lead you to listening to the intuition after you swim of what to do next. And if you keep listening to the impulses of what to do next and what to do next, You'll be in acting class. You'll ask someone, oh, who's your agent? It'll just be a natural more yeah. thing yeah. than you trying to sit down and figure out what you have to do. Yeah. It's more organic, it's, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Well, Wendy, wow, that's a great way to end. I mean, we could talk for hours. I know. It's like crazy. Fun. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's fun to sit down and talk with you in your own but, house. I love your beautiful oh, home, Oh, thank too. you. But let's let's do Very a speed sad. round, and then you can oh, tell people where they can round. continue this sort of inquiry and investigation into, like, how to get out of their own way and, like, you know, book the job or figure yeah. out their way in the business. So, okay. Uh, what's your favorite movie? 16 Candles. Oh, my God. I love 16 Candles. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, like, so old school. But I yes. know. I love it. I haven't thought about that movie in a long time. If it's a speed round, I, don't, I won't. He was so hot at the end oh. when they made out. Okay, but here's the thing. He's a carpenter the now. Jake, Did right, you know Jake, that? Right. He lives somewhere in, like, Orange County. And Molly right. Ringwald's crush yes, threw now out 16 out Candles. He's aged okay, I right, think. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's okay, still kind of hot. Here's what's He funny. was so hot. Back at that... That, in, at that time, I, as a gawky, too tall, you know, quirky girl, was in love with Anthony Michael Hall because oh he, I was like, he would get me. God. He's funny and he would get me. And I came to LA and actually met him like right away when I came to LA and I was like, oh. <laughs> I had like pictures of, yes, I have pictures of Anthony Michael Hall That's on my hilarious. thing and not Jake Ryan, but okay, just for the record. Okay, hilarious. so isn't that funny? I uh, think I saw it like 23 times. What? It was something you can't do without. Uh, my family. Aww. Ooh, who's your celebrity crush? Um, you know, years ago it was like Viggo Mortensen. I still say oh, Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, he's yeah really like good. the he blouse was... man back in the you know he was like in uh, what was that Is movie? There a movie called the no, no, he was the blouse man in the movie. Oh my god! And it's Diane Lane and like the Moonlight. I should oh, know the movie anyway. I'll I don't know that movie. <laughs> this is like okay, okay. He was really good in Green Mile. Was it Green? No, Green uh, Ball. Oh yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. He's amazing. Even though he's like. He's a schlubby like, he's not, kind of yeah, gross, yeah, yeah, right, kind of right. like he's still kind of sexy. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I probably maybe more the yeah yeah the the, the, the twenty the two thousand eight version. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, how would you define acting in one word? Creativity. What have you learned by being a part of the studio? Oh, that when you just give of your heart fully and authentically, just. Things line up. Yeah, things do happen. Magic happens. And how would you define love? Mm. Wow. Love is showing up, knowing your value, and then seeing the other person and their value. So not needing that. Love is just knowing where you... Loving yourself and showing up. I always like to end with to me, love is this moment right now. Mm. <laughs> um, so, Wendy, tell the listeners where they can find you and, and know more about the work you're doing. Yeah, so my website is actorinspiration.com. In fact, I have a free guided meditation called Success in the Audition Room, which helps you just take wherever you're at and bring it in the room. So any fear, any whatever, um, you can get that at actorinspiration.com slash free gift. And, uh, yeah, or follow me on Instagram at actor in spirit, which is, I was shortening actor inspiration, but somehow it turned to actor in, in spi- spirit. It should be AT, but it's IT actor in spirit. And I realized that's really who I am. I'm an actor in line with the spiritual spirit. side of all of it. And, and all of us are on that spiritual path, whether we know it or not. So that's right. Um, and where yeah. on the socials can they find you? Yeah. Actor in spirit, literally on Instagram, Twitter, or Ms. MS Wendy Braun on uh, on the career side, <laughs> WendyBron.com, ActorInspiration.com. Come say hi. I'll say hi back. Amazing. And this was awesome. I I adore you. 
I adore you, and I think we'll our parting music maybe will be a selection of Katie Lang. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Bring it all home. Yeah. Thanks, Wendy. Take care. Well, it's a strange.